Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, and it is Friday, and today is dedicated to high school football. Very excited about that. We'll be out and about tonight. Aaron will be heavily involved with that uh, all the show around 10, 30, 11 o'clock tonight. Kind of get you all the scores going. And uh, as he does every Friday, Curtis Quillen, there's sometimes we change the time on him a little bit, but he'll be on with us at 320. All right? And um, and we'll have a visit with him, and, uh, and that'll be good. He'll get us kind of ready for what all games they have picked out this week. Uh, it's a very involved process. Early in the week, he and Nikki get together. I believe the young Matt, um, who's now with them, uh, he, he gets involved as well, and they kind of lay it all out, and they decide where they're going to go. In fact, I'm looking five days back to see if they've posted anything. But it's mainly just kind of Curtis uh, just retweeting things throughout the week, as he does, and then he has his own podcast. Aaron, that's a um, something for us to keep in mind. Curtis Quillen does have something called Curtis's Corner. All right? Um, man likes a good K, all right, because he spells his name Curtis with a K, and then Corner he spells, he spells with a K. Aaron, you think he realizes that that's not how you spell Corner? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume he does. This is called Kurt's Corner. Life in Big 12 country. I like that. I like that. So um, he'll have all of that. And then today at 340, Aaron, for all our women's basketball fans, they are no longer called the Lady Bears. All right. In conjunction with all the other athletic programs, which they don't uh, denote any special, they are now just the Bears. All right. It's our women's basketball team. And, um, that's the way it's going to go moving forward. Well, their uh, schedule has come out this week, and uh, kind of excited about that, and excited to run that down. And the head coach of the of the <laughs> the Bears, oh, it's going to take me a minute, is going to be with us, and uh, it'll be fun to uh, get to visit with her. Nikki Collin is her name, and uh, big time coach, and she has replaced a legend, and that's not easy to do, except for. The cupboard was not bare. Some great uh, transfers coming in to the women's program and some big-time returnees with um, Nalissa Smith and then, of course, uh, Caitlin Bickle and Queen Egbo are uh, all featured and will be back. And, uh, Aaron, I know you're excited about the women's team, the women's schedule, men defending national champs. The women will have... Arguably, Aaron, the top player in America returning in Nalissa Smith. And what I want to talk to Coach about, Coach Collin today, I think they're going to try to turn her into kind of a point forward. You know, running the offense through her, out, you know, she'll be making some passes. She may shoot some threes. Her future in the WNBA is going to be with the ball in her hands even more. It's not going to be as much post-up game. So, 
Aaron, look alive because at 340 today, Nikki Collin, Baylor's new women's basketball coach, will be joining us. I'm looking forward to it. You are correct. Uh, you know me well. I'm a huge, huge fan of both of the programs, um, and uh, I look forward to this conversation. It, it should be great. Aaron, do you want to get in there and ask some questions today? If you do, you let me know. I mean, I I am getting to know you. Maybe. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. If you're ready to – if you want to hop in, you just say the word. You I appreciate it. say the it. word to me. I, I have been known to hog an interview. All right? <laughs> it's happened. Stephen Simcox used to find that out the hard way. But at some point, I told Stephen, jump on in here. Love to have you. So all you do – is uh, you just let me know, Aaron, and because um, I know you follow the women's program, and that's a fun group. Now, Aaron, did you ever have friends that would go over to the games with you? Do you watch them mostly on TV, or did, would you go over to the Farrell Center? Like, who are your, who would you take over there with you if you would go over and watch the women's program? Or did you cover them mainly when, like you and Tom and Butch were doing the show back in the day? I did, but I went to a lot of games. I, uh, I was at the uh, NIT final. Uh, when Sonia Hogue was still here, and they played Penn State and sold it out, which was, it was incredible. And uh, I was a fan before that, but that kind of sold me on it. And then uh, Coach Mulkey arrived, you know, a couple of years after that. And uh, I've been to a lot of games, either with uh, my brother or my and my sister-in-law or my nephew, or I have a friend, Kim, that's also a huge Baylor fan, that we go to a lot of Baylor sports uh, together to see the Bears um, yeah, both the uh, men's and women's programs. But um, yeah, I've been to a lot of games. I uh, what is your friend's name again? Kim, did you say? Yeah, yeah, Kim. Okay, yeah, yeah, big Baylor fan, and uh, I, I or my sister for out of town, like say uh, like uh, NCAA's. Uh, I usually will meet my sisters like uh, when they were uh, when it was in San Antonio. Uh, we went down there and watched uh, when Brittany Griner was actually uh, still with the program and it was uh, pretty pretty awesome yeah yeah you remember that same year i think it was or maybe it was the year before when uh when when was it britney so, did britney deck somebody wasn't it a tech player britney just yeah i do recall that yeah threw a right hook you know feel, feel like she had to sit down for a little while there was some stuff going on out in lubbock that was very interesting i remember that player that one guy was heckling somebody you remember that and that was uh marcus smart the great player from Oklahoma State, and Marcus Smart went right on up in the stands. You can't do that. But I sometimes do believe the hecklers, the hecklers deserve, I mean, if you're going to sit down there and holler at college kids and scream the whole time, if one of them decides to come at you, you better not run for the hills. You better hang in there. But uh, that was kind of interesting back in the day. All right, um, I did want to tell you, we had uh, Mike McGraw on yesterday. And um, the uh, Baylor men's golf coach, Aaron, did you did you notice that uh, they jumped right on a plane and went to Olympia Hills, or is it Olympia Fields? Anyway, in the Chicagoland area, and Baylor men's golf is off and running in another tournament. My gosh, I mean, they just finished on what day was it? Third, so like Wednesday or something, and then they and then a meet on Wednesday night. They were on a plane. And I'll tell you where they're playing. It's the Fighting Illini invite at Olympia Fields right outside of Chicago. This place is unbelievable, unreal. Um, unfortunately, the Bears 
are tied for 13th. Um, Aaron, how many teams are in this field? Well, that would be 15. Now, there are some great, great programs involved in this tournament, all right? But uh, the Bears are off to a little bit of a tough start, and I was going to look and see who our top Bear is at this point. That would be our man, the number one golfer for the Bears, Johnny Kiefer, is even through 15 holes today. And then you got to go all the way down, and our next guy is Luke Dossey, who is three over and did end up shooting three over 73 today. Right, which, you know, that was not the finish he was looking for because Luke is just an ultimate grinder. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I hate to inform you, uh, Aaron. Double bogey. This is not like him. He double bogeys 13 and then finishes his round bogey-bogey after a beautiful sp- start. After being one under through 12, uh, through 10 holes, he let it get away from him. Golly, I hate that. All right, we'll keep you updated on that. I love following college golf. That's like one of my new, I mean, I've always enjoyed it, but it's kind of one of my new passions. I love watching these kids. And then Aaron, our women's program is extremely, I hope I hope uh, Barfield didn't hear me say that. I, he, I overheard him saying earlier he doesn't like it when people say we or our. I, last game, I think he was sending me a secret message. Even though I'm fourth-generation Baylor, I've always felt like I could say our or we, but whatever. Um, Aaron, I'm going to continue doing what I do. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Aaron Sexton alongside, as he always. Aaron, don't be guilt association. You just avoid saying we, even though you are a hardcore Baylor Bear fan, and I appreciate you not hiding any of that. I okay? do the same thing, so yeah, don't don't yeah. don't feel like you're alone. <laughs> oh, he launched into it was it wasn't about us, but he he launched into kind of a, a thing the other day, something about we is a French word, and I thought, uh oh, he's trying to send Mosley a message. I, I, message received, <laughs> message received, Tommy. All right, um, there is some Cowboys news again. We're going to have Curtis Quillen, and we'll talk about some of the high school action coming up this weekend. And um, of course, we. Always want to see what Waco High is doing because Barfield's all over that. Coach Tusa with him. They do a great job on that. And then, um, um, obviously, Temple Ward gets heavily involved in that those Temple broadcasts. Love seeing what Temple's up to. And then I got my eye on this Lake Belton. I think it's playing Cameron Yo. I think the Yeomen are playing Lake Belton tonight. For, I've, I've got my eye on this Lake Belton program. Okay, and, and that's something I've been watching. Uh, we will talk to Curtis Quillen about this weekend's high school because, man, nobody does that Central Texas sports like Quillen and his bunch. Nikki, Matt, they do a great job over there on KCEN Channel 6. All right, the latest on the Cowboys, though. Um, this is not good. The uh, they, they, I don't think they're going to have Gregory. They're certainly not going to have Lawrence because – I, as I think we told you six to eight weeks on a broken foot. It's that fifth metatarsal. Does that sound right to you? Metatarsal? Yeah. I think that would be kind of if you start from the left, that'll be out kind of by your your fifth, kind of your uh, pinky toe, that bone, metatarsal. He's going to be out for six to eight weeks. And then yesterday, of all things, one of the two guys vying to play right tackle for this team with uh, Lyle Collins out on this uh, five-game suspension, in uh, in Seki, I believe is what we call uh, the, the young man's name, a veteran, 
well, he has to leave because of heat exhaustion. And they've basically already ruled him out of this game for Sunday against, uh, against wait, what are we doing out there? Aaron, it was in Central Texas in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. It did not get above like 89 or 90 yesterday. I mean, come on. What are you, I mean, give the, and I'm sure, I know that training staff extremely well, one of the great training staffs in the NFL. I know they're monitoring those guys and giving them plenty of water. But, I mean, it wasn't even that hot. And he go, and again, these are huge people. And I'm trying to think what yesterday was, Thursday. I mean, generally, that's not that hard of a practice. Wednesday, you do have a padded practice, and you're doing some full stuff. Thursday, you're not hitting as hard. You're tapering off, getting ready for. And, of course, Friday's more of a walkthrough type deal. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about, about somebody. But I'm glad he's going to be okay. But he did get hit with heat exhaustion and uh, will be out uh, for this game. That means Terrence Steele, the man of steel, S-T-E-E-L-E, Terrence Steele, second-year player, will be your starting right tackle. <sighs> and then yesterday, I did also notice, Aaron, that um, Kaz, uh, K, how do we say his name? Casey, yeah, because it rhymes with crazy. Uh, that's what he said, by the way. DeMonte Casey was, they had to, you know, put him on the, uh, uh, on the injury list, and so there's a chance they're going to be without him. And then Donovan Wilson continued to be on the injury list. So their two starting safeties are basically listed as questionable right now. I mean, this is a team that is experiencing a lot. So let's keep a close eye on it um, and, and see who they get to the game. I mean, I Aaron, you your tone earlier today – and, again, don't ever worry, Aaron. I'm not going to put your stuff on the street. Like, I won't ever, like, share anything I know is personal. But I think it's fair to say you were kind of, like, having that thought of, man, they don't have a chance. Like, like, uh, like the, the quarterback's going to uh, – Herbert's going to go off on them. And I tried to turn you around and go, hmm, well, maybe they could catch them with the element of surprise. The one thing I said and the one thing you said, Aaron, that rang true um, is what if Micah Parsons – can line up at defensive end what if he can get out there and put some pass rushing moves and could this could the legend of Micah Parsons continue to grow put him out there at defensive end almost across from Dorrance Armstrong you've got all sorts of 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 linebackers and by the way one of the things they're thinking about is moving former safety Keanu Neal back to safety to help them out during this whole thing okay to help bridge the gap with all these injuries and everything Aaron, am I, are my words starting to inspire you a little bit with, with maybe how they could kind of piecemeal this thing together? Well, I mean, I, look, I, I, I think with everything that's going on, I think it's going to be an uphill battle for Dallas. But um, you had a good point. Um, their offense, if the defense can get some stops, their offense is good enough to keep up with, with San Diego. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't give them no chance, but it's going to be a, a yeah. really, really good, tough game for them to win with all the injuries that they have right now yeah you had me at the part where you said Matt you had a good point that's when I really <laughs> felt like you made one of your strongest points of the day that gummit Reppy six over through 15 come on Reppy I mean that's our number two guy on the team he'll be fine he'll settle down but we got to get Reppy going out there and then Trey Bosco shot a 77 could have been a lot worse he was really struggling early in that round 
Aaron, you, I think you, I think you're worried about my golf obsession. Okay, uh, it is time though to talk to Curtis Quillen, the man, the myth, the sports director at Channel Six. He is a man who loves giving out assignments. Where will the Channel Six award-winning uh, award-winning reporters be this evening? We will find out next. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions open up district play as they host Mansfield at Waco ISD Stadium. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burrow, and me for all the exciting play-by-play action. Our coverage of Waco High Football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the play-by-play action at 7.30. It's Waco High in Mansfield, and it's Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Beebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Skies will remain clear as we head into the overnight with a low of 70 degrees. As we wake up tomorrow, expect another day filled with mostly sunny skies and a high of 94. I have a 20% chance of pop-up showers mainly east of I-35, but I think most of us will remain relatively dry. Sunday is looking to be more or less the same as Saturday with a high of 94. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5:30, 6, and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dustin Hopkins made a 43-yard field goal on an untimed down after a penalty negated his missed seconds earlier, and Washington beat New York 30 to 29 last night. College football tonight: UCF at Louisville at 6:30, and Maryland at Illinois at 8. High school football on our airwaves tonight: Tom Barfield has the Waco Lions and the Mansfield Tigers. Pre-game starts at 7 on ESPN Central Texas, and Waco University and Joshua tonight on Star 104.9. Baylor gets into conference play tomorrow at Kansas. Our coverage starts at 12.30 on ESPN Central Texas, and UMHB hits the road for the first time and faces Southwestern. Pre-game at 6.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, so Beastie Boys for Curtis Quillen. As we bring him on, I want to uh, remind everyone, I will be Friday, I'll be at Common Grounds, the coffee house, one of the great coffee houses in the state of Texas, but definitely uh, Central Texas over on the Baylor campus getting ready for that Iowa State game. And uh, we'll have a lot of fun over there, and I'll do the show at 3 o'clock. And, in fact, I'd love if Curtis is uh, – Curtis, you may be tethered to that uh, – the studio, but boy, if you're in, if you're anywhere close to the Baylor campus, I want you to show up at Common Grounds, and for all the great work you do for this station, Curtis, I'm going to buy you a coffee or a frozen cappuccino, whatever you need. It'll be on me, uh, Curtis. Even if you can't attend live, I'll still like bring you one to the next game or something. Okay, I would assume, Curtis. Well, I can't turn that down. You've had a uh, have you had at Common Grounds coffee before? It's been a few years. It was, it's been a few years. I think I had it when I was covering something uh, the day before the 2016 presidential election. Um, and since then, um, especially, you, you know, when I was on the Baylor campus more after getting promoted two years ago, I was like, oh, you know, I might go to Common Grounds. And then TechStop ruined that plan for me. So I just haven't been able to go back yet. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want you to start going back. And, and I want to tell you that frozen cappuccino is so nice. And, uh, Curtis, that is a great place to get things done. You know, those those, uh, those wonderful scripts that you write and all the great writing that you do and everything. I could, I could even see some Channel 6 meetings taking place over there. So, uh, But I will be in town, and I will bring you a coffee, whatever you want, double latte, triple, triple hit of uh, espresso, whatever. What is your coffee drink, Curtis? What's your go-to? Do you just drip? Yeah. I'm a cold brew guy. I like the I like the the caffeine punch. So I like something that's a little more caffeinated. I don't, I'm not one of those guys that drinks coffee for the taste. I drink it because I got to get stuff done, and yeah. so I like going to the stuff that's heavily caffeinated. I'm just glad that you're not quite as open with your beer drinking as uh, as your former colleague Nick Canizales. I my gosh, he posts everything, every every beer he loves. It, it, as a good Baptist, it makes me very uncomfortable that he's out. He's that out front with it. All right, um, we've got we've got a lot to discuss. And uh, and by the way, uh, 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 Nikki Collins coming on after you, Curtis. So that'll be kind of fun. We'll have the uh, some women's basketball talk, and we got those schedules. Now, do you like that? I saw that you retweeted the men's schedule earlier this week. Do you do you get excited? Kind of like breaking down the schedules and. Do you kind of think, okay, this is what I'll be doing in February? Um, are, are you a guy that schedules things way out? Or do you, do you devour these things? 
I absolutely love college basketball. I mean, for as much as uh, – I mean, you know how much I nerd out on high school football, especially Texas high school football. I'm the same way with, with college basketball, and I love looking at these schedules and kind of putting stuff on my radar like, oh, you know, this could be something that, you know, I uh, switch with Nikki that night and send her to anchor, and I'll go cover that game. Or, you know, this could be a really meaningful game. Maybe I anchor from that game and help Nikki cover it. Or, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that goes through my head when I'm seeing this stuff, and I look at some of the preseason projections, and um, that, you know, that game, that date with Chris Beard, Texas in Waco is an interesting game to me. That uh, that Kansas matchup is always an interesting one to me. And then, of course, and I love catching up with the with the radio crew for this one, but my alma mater, Oklahoma State, two of my mentors handle the radio broadcast for the Cowboys. And so, you know, what's Mike, uh, what's Mike Boynton going to do without Kate Cunningham? So all that stuff goes through my mind. And then, oh, also the women's schedule – how different is it going to be this year? Which matchups are a little more tantalizing um, this season, just given the way that the, the, the talent shift has gone with that one-time transfer waiver? Do you not allow yourself as an Oklahoma State graduate to kind of let maybe Nikki or Matt or somebody cover for you that night, put your put that kind of Halloween orange on and, and, and root for the old alma mater, or are you just too much of a newsman to do something like that? You know, honestly, I think if I were to do that, I would have to go to the game because I don't know that I would be getting married next summer if uh, <laughs> if I was sitting in front of the television watching it. I think yeah. I would drive my fiancé nuts yeah. watching the game on the TV, and so this kind of forces me to kind of keep my composure, look at it at a, oh, more, okay. uh, at a more broad perspective, but... It's a cool yeah. job too. I mean, when you can get when you can pay the mortgage to watch basketball and and football and whatever else the sport may be, there's there's worse ways to make a living, Mosley. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would I'd like to I'd like to check into some others, see how they see how they are. But <laughs> I'm with you. They've, they've it's it's been covering it for a lot of years for for me as well. Okay, the uh, game of the week. Now you do. I mean, this this gets me excited. Uh, Friday night and, and seeing kind of where Channel Six and where you guys are heading out to, the game of the week, West at Rogers. Okay. Now what um, yes, what is it about this matchup that sort of grabbed your attention and 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 gave this the the coveted game of the week status? Because neither one of these teams is the quote unquote headliner in its region, but they both have really good chances to make deep runs into December once the playoffs roll around in their respective divisions. For West, it's 3A Division One, Region 2. You know, who else lives there? The, grand, the two-time state champions recently in Grandview. Malakoff lives there. That's a really deep and loaded region. Teague lives there. Grosbeck lives there. There's a lot of talented teams. And West is kind of, I mean, not so much anymore because they did join the Dave Campbell rankings this week but they're kind of flying under the radar. They're the team that isn't getting the attention that it probably should in that particular region. And it's one that, yeah, the worst defensive performance it's made came on a game scheduled late notice. It was scheduled, what, Wednesday or Thursday last week? They played it Saturday against Orange Grove. They let up 30 points. They still won by double figures. They've scored 40 points in every single game this year. Then, on the other hand, you've got Rodgers kind of the the dark horse in 3A Division II Region 4 that is really going to stay under the radar for one reason. Number one, Franklin is in Rogers' district, not just in the same region, 
but in the same district. And Rogers is a team, yeah, two and one, sure. But who's that one lost to? A 3A Division one that's still undefeated and has a chance to remain undefeated after tonight in, a, in the Academy Bumblebee. This is a defense that has allowed just over 20 points a game the past two weeks and an offense that's been able to eclipse the 40 mark. So there's so many really interesting storylines. You look at the clash of styles. You have the pistol offense from Rodgers and the high-flying spread of David Woodard's squad up in West. And then you just factor in that um, it's going to be best on best. What's West's best attribute? It's its offense. They've scored 40 points all three weeks. What's Rodgers' best attribute? It's the defense. They contained Academy better than anybody else has this season. And at the same time, you look at what they do well, and it matches up with what West does well. There's a lot of really interesting aspects about this game for us that led us to choose it for our game of the week. You gave me the shivers. Every time you come on and mention Malakoff, it brings back tough memories of my alma mater, Kaufman versus Malakoff. Those old gym, they had the oldest basketball gym ever. And I don't know if that's documented, but uh, I, I, you, you would try to like go save a ball out of bounds, and the out of bounds was a wall. You know what I mean? Like, like literally Ooh. the out of bounds line was up against a wall. So any sort of trying to save something or whatever, you're just going straight up against a wall. That's how they built them. Like back in Hickory High, 1940s, 50s gyms, these things were right on top of you. So anyway, I think of I, I hear Malakoff, I think of Cedar Creek, and I think of Marcus Hornbuckle. The Hornbuckle family. My gosh. Marcus <laughs> Hornbuckle was unstoppable. All right, a couple of these things. Uh Waco High School Mansfield. Gotta get these Lions. Gotta get these gotta get this new coach going a little bit. Gotta give Barfield and Tusa something to shout about over there. What are we uh, what are we thinking about that one? You know, for this one I think it's there's talk that Mansfield could be down this year. And I think that, you know, now that we're going into district play, we'll find out in the next two weeks whether that's true or not. But Waco High, it's about taking the next step, right? You took your licks in non-district. Well, now the games matter. These are the first district games in our area this year is Waco High and Midway, both of which are at home tonight. And, you know, for Waco High, you took your licks, and now you got to go show everybody what it was that you did all of that for? Why did you go test yourself against teams like Hutto and West Mesquite? Why did you go and test yourself against Colleen? Because you needed to get the experience under your belt, find what you need to do better, and adjust. Getting ready for this game right here. Um, it's all about kind of not just – it's about furthering the development under Lyndon Health's philosophy. I think that there is even a world map where we talk, where we see Waco High lose this game and still say, hey, they did what they needed to do and took that next step under Lyndon Hell. Because I don't think I'm breaking any news when I say this program was not in a very good way when he got hired last spring. I think you're right. Man, I used to, God, back in the day, Lewis fight, some of the great ones over the years Waco produced. Some of the linebackers that came out of there before you were even born, Curtis, or about the time you were being born, uh, was it Melvin, DeMelvin, no, Charles Foster. My gosh, they used to have some players. Charlie Horton. Charles Horton came out of there at some point, uh, as I recall. Just think all these players are coming back to me when I was at, was at Baylor. I think Charles Horton played at uh, Waco High School. All right, Salado at Mejia. 
I spend a fair amount of my time in Salado, Texas. Alan Hare, love him. Great, uh, really uh, tre- uh, tremendous coach, great character. What about that matchup? I'm very, uh, that one has my attention. This is kind of like a playoff game as far as preparation goes for Salado. Uh, you're coming off of two losses to two very, very good teams that are going to make deep runs into November, late November, potentially even December when you lose at Grandview and at Stevensville. Um, for Salado, it's okay. We only have a couple games of film on Mejia because they just changed schemes for the second year in a row. Oh, and then a week before the season, what happened? They changed coaches again. So for Salado, you, you look at the, the prep preparedness for this game is how did we adjust to be only having a certain amount of time to really know who and what we're preparing for in this team? Mejia goes plays Navasota last week at home, and it's a long ride from Black Cat Field down to, uh, well, we'll call it Johnny's uh, Steaks and Barbecue because the stadium's right across the street. And it's, how does Mejia deal with that? You know, you're back on the road again, and your two road games have essentially been right down the street from each other at Belton High School and, and down in Salado. For Slato, you've got to, I think Alan Hare, knowing him as well as I do, he's trying to show them, look, with, with what we have to work with to get ready for this Mejia team, this is what we're going to be dealing with in the playoffs. And his team, I mean, his kids bought in from day one. There is a reason they are running the slot T six years into the Allen Hare era, even still. And there's a, a reason that they've had the success that they've had. They were 12 minutes from a playoff spot, the only time they missed since he arrived. And I, I don't doubt that he'll have Salado prepared tonight. All right, I'm excited. Uh, all your coverage, you'll be out there in the field. Love it. Uh, you and Nikki, Matt, the whole gang, and uh, uh, that that's going to be fun. And always keep in mind, Curtis, uh, through your travels, I like Johnny's. I, I hate that they don't do breakfast tacos anymore. I used to love their brisket right. breakfast tacos. But uh, Sylvia's, that food truck, right down there, they'll park it in that little winery place. Um, I can't remember what that place is called. You know, I stay away from those types of places. But Sylvia's Breakfast Tacos, if you're ever down there in the morning time, now that, that is, and those are great friends and great listeners. So, anyway, just wanted to provide that tip. Uh, Curtis, have a great evening, okay? I appreciate it, Matt. We'll see you later. There he goes, Curtis Quillen. Uh, He'll be out in the field. He'll be in the studio. Uh, in his suit, doing all that kind of stuff that he does. That's Channel 6. And uh, he and Nikki, Matt, they all do a really nice job. Enjoy watching all their coverage. Okay, we've got the Baylor women's basketball coach, Nikki Collin, is joining us next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun from the 20, fourth and two. Only heard here. here. Snap is back, looking middle, throwing middle, slap. All season. Cooper walks it in. Touchdown on fourth and two. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. Live from SoFi Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Chargers Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. 
Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco, and online at Automatic Chef Canteen. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Dustin Hopkins made a 43 yard field goal on an untimed down after a penalty negated his missed seconds earlier, and Washington beat New York 30 29 last night. College football tonight UCF at Louisville at 6 30, and Maryland at Illinois at 8. High school football on our airwaves tonight. Tom Barfield has the Waco Lions and the Mansfield Tigers. Pre-game starts at 7 on ESPN Central Texas. And Waco University and Joshua tonight on Star 104.9. Baylor gets into conference play tomorrow at Kansas. Our coverage starts at 12.30 on ESPN Central Texas, and UMHB hits the road for the first time and faces Southwestern. Pre-game at 6.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas.
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Bat Mosley show. Getting you ready for uh, the weekend. And uh, we got Nikki Collin coming up. Going to do some uh, little uh, Baylor women's basketball talk. Love that schedule. When the schedule comes out, Aaron will let me know when uh, when Nikki calls in. She's always on time. I mean, I, my, even that day they had like 15 when uh, Kyle Robard set that up. They had like 10, I think they had like a handful of interviews. We were very honored to be one of those. And, boy, she knocked them all out uh, on time. Uh, I, what I'm choosing to think, Aaron, is that, you know, she just couldn't, right now, working so hard on the pick and pop and on spreading things out and the spacing on that offense, she just can't even leave the workouts to call us. And if that's the case, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with – but I'm, I am anxious to kind of go over this uh, – this schedule, and uh, I'm going to take a peek at this. I also wanted to get you updated. You know I'm really into this golf, almost a little obsessed, I should say. Baylor men's and women's golf. I, I really like uh, men and women. Oh, yeah, and I like I like the uh, how they go about their business. And Baylor men off to yeah, a little bit of a rough start in this tournament, 14th out of 15. Now the the teams in this thing: Oklahoma State, North Carolina. Uh, Pepperdine, they might have won the national title. I'm trying to remember. Stanford, Florida State, Alabama, Florida, Texas. All the hated Longhorns, they're all in there. And the Bears, yeah, the Bears just not quite up to speed in that first. Maybe a little tired because they played in that Merido Classic the other day. The best finish for the Bears was Johnny Kiefer in this thing. And uh, Kiefer finishes, oh, my goodness. Two out of three bogeys to close, and he shot a 72. God, he's such a great player, and he just finished a little late. The Baylor players are going to be fine. They just have to – They at the end of rounds, they they tend to get in a little bit of trouble. And uh, I don't know what the deal is there. So we await Nikki Collin. Aaron, she, Nikki may not know we have to be off the air by four. She doesn't know that game time's – Tom Barfield's just sitting there looking at his watch right now. Guys, I'm ready to take over. So uh, I have reached out. Now, you know, I start to panic and think, did I send the proper number and all that kind of stuff? So anyway, I've, I feel like I've done all I can. I've reached out, uh, and we will see. And if she doesn't call, we'll give her, we'll, you know, she's new to Baylor. We're going to give her the benefit of the doubt on this. Now, Aaron, you like these. You like women's basketball program. We were talking about it. I'm excited. Now, Jordan came in from uh, Alabama. Okay, and then Asbury, they, they've got some really interesting transfers. Then he had a young lady came in, McDaniel from Penn State. Three transfers came into this program, and a lot of them can shoot the three. And I think that's what uh, Nikki wants them to do is space this thing out and shoot the three and not let everybody just sort of pack it down. Egbo can go down there, but even Egbo, I think, is going to pop outside and shoot a little bit from the outside. So we have some, uh, we have some excitement over this uh, women's schedule. Um, yeah, Aaron, I may, uh, Aaron, what I'll do is send you, uh, 
the uh, SID, Krista Pirtle, is now running women's basketball. I may send you her number so you can continue maybe to reach out to her. Um, okay, they're saying she should be calling shortly. Aaron, you don't think somebody else tried to, like, book her, and then they kept her <laughs> over? Doesn't that almost sound like something somebody might do? <laughs> I sure hope not. I, I pray that Nikki was not double booked. But, um, Aaron, while we await, and, um, and, uh, and Krista does a great job, and she's going to get everything rolling here, and we'll hear from Nikki in a minute. And I bet even Tom, Tom's feeling good. I bet Tom, ready for the weekend, ready for Waco High tonight, I bet he'll let us go a little over if we need to with Nikki since we're getting started late. Um, I bet he'll give us a thumbs up on that because that's what Tom does. Uh, I did want to bring you up to date on the Cowboys. The right tackle, uh, Inseki, is out because of heat exhaustion. Now you go, well, we, 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 Central Texas, it felt pretty good yesterday. You know, I was out walking today and felt really good. I mean, I, I don't think it even got up in the 90s. Sun's been kind of coming in and out a little bit. I mean, it's it's been fine. And he, but he got heat exhaustion, and they got to watch these things, and they're in pads. Although on a Thursday, you would be tapering things down. I know they uh, this training staff's unbelievable, but I was just kind of interested to see. And 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 by the way, they ask they ask Coach McCarthy, will you will you will that change the way you do things? Will you spend more time inside? And he said no. He said no. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Aaron. This this place they're going in Los Angeles, this beautiful new complex, that place is indoors. I mean, it's not like you've got to be outdoors to get ready for the cool climbs of Los Angeles, which can get a little warmish at times, but this place is an indoor place. It's not even like, I don't even know if they can, oh, yeah, they probably do have a retractable roof, don't they? Because it is Los Angeles. Maybe they were trying to prepare for the roof to be open Man, that place is supposed to be gorgeous, though, with the with the the winds coming in. Oh, good, good. Nikki Collin joining us now. Nikki, I never. I, my producer was. He had just about given up on you, but I want you to know, I never gave up. I said, I said, Coach Collin is definitely gonna gonna call us. So, uh, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. You know, I, I will tell you that um, blessing and a curse, uh, when I get to talking, I, I can fly around and my notifications weren't on because we were in a kind of a staff retreat. So anyway, my ops person finally said, Nikki, Nikki. I'm like, oh, yeah, got it. So my bad. Oh, oh um, yeah, Mosley. players not to be late, and here I am late. What should we do? Are you going to run gassers for this? You could oh, I mean, yeah, I'm probably, probably 100 burpees, you know, something like that. <laughs> I'm going to need <laughs> you to run some lines. Now, tell me a little bit about this staff retreat. Um, is this a uh, is, is this just the coaching staff that's kind of holed up right now? And is this are, are we got some intensive study or is this a, a rest and relaxation, a little bit of both? What are we what are we doing during this retreat? Okay, so today is, um, you know, I think by nature the fact that, you know, I didn't hire my staff like in one big splash and kind of added piece by piece, um, you know, kind of a chance for us, even though we've kind of met um, in the office in the conference room to just really, you know, spend a day diving into continuing to get to know each other better, setting some expectations as we go into like when we really start our 40-hour weeks and and 
you know, be intentional about that. So, you know, we are just at a local hotel in a conference room today, um, just spending a lot of time talking uh, basketball. And um, quite frankly, this is all support staff. So operations, graphic design, video, player development, all of that. So today we'll be focused that way. We'll, we'll eat good food and, and we're going to go axe mm. throwing tonight. And then <laughs> tomorrow uh, we're going to tape down the conference room and it'll just be uh, my coaches and my video coordinator and, and really dive into kind of some X's and O's and, and get us ready and dialed in for you know, when, when things start back up, cause we're, we're just trying to connect before we all, uh, we scatter, uh, individually, you know, with recruiting from day yeah. to day. So, you know, really putting this on the calendar because we didn't have a recruiting weekend, um, this weekend. I would tell Mac you know, that, I mean, I, I think next year go to like the land of a thousand waves in, in Santa Fe, New Mexico or something like that. I mean, I, well, for sure. Local, and I think yeah. that ultimately it'll be the goal. Like, you know, we're, we're, I can't pretend that we're not a bit of a bougie group. And so I think the idea of like a spot, mixing a spa day in, I don't think anyone is unopposed to that. So hopefully we can do some celebrating postseason with a staff retreat. Yeah, yeah, I hope that works out. Talking to Nikki Collin, Baylor women's coach. Okay, love when a schedule comes out. And, uh, and you've had a look at this thing, but the rest of us are kind of, uh, we've, we've jumped in here. Okay, when do we play Texas? When does the, when do the Bears play uh, OU? You know, we gotta we got to give them a nice goodbye. I don't know when they're going to leave us, but as long as, we, as you play them, Nikki, let's just keep giving them some nice goodbyes. Um, but what, ha, first of all, just your overall thoughts on the way the, um, the schedule lays out. I mean, the one thing I saw late is uh, that tech, tech comes in. I just always like to see kind of late and then see where maybe the toughest stretches are. I do like that February, um, this is an interesting one, where I just like to see where you have the most road games and where you kind of get into a nice little rhythm where you're at home for a little while. What did you? What was your overall impressions when you saw this schedule? Oh, I think you'll laugh. You know, like all coaches hate their schedule when it originally comes out. Um, <laughs> you know, you have to obviously have control of your non-conference, so – um, and I didn't have obviously as much control as I would have wanted of that simply based on, you know, there were, there were contracts that were already done and some of them that are really good contracts and others, you know, maybe, um, that will, that will change in the future. But, you know, I, I just know for us as a, a new staff, um, we're going to feel like every, every part of it is a challenge. And, you know, I know Iowa State's had some level of success. So I, you know, certainly looked at them. I've known, Bill Fenley, he recruited me at both Toledo and Iowa State um, as he tra uh, not transferred, but when he took that job. And so, you know, a little bit about for me was a little bit more driven by, okay, are we consistently Wednesday, Saturday? How many Sunday games? You know, kind of the tight turnaround at the end where we play Iowa State on a Monday. Like, I dial more into that because you got to understand, like, for me, I'm used to four games in seven days or a six and nine stretch. So the idea of having two games a week, um, you know, I just think that I just want to know how much preparation I'm going to have. You know, do I have two-day prep? Do I have three-day prep? What's that going to look like? And so, um, you know, I, I don't know that there's, there's – that I looked at it and said, okay, this is great or this isn't great. Um, I just know that it's going to be a challenge for us, period. Um, you know, to kind of live up to the expectations of what Baylor has always been. 
Yeah, look around Thanksgiving. I kind of like that one. Houston, who will be new to the conference. Um, you know, I, I kind of I have to admit, I knew a little bit more maybe when you looked at some of those women's programs with the four that's, that's going to be joining in, in probably about 2023 is what it's looking like. What was what were your thoughts? Because I would imagine you've crossed paths with a lot of these different teams and coaches over all your years in coaching. What what from a women's basketball perspective, what did you think about these additions? Yeah, I mean, obviously, really, really solid. I think, um, you know, Michelle Clark Hurd has done a great job at Cincinnati. Um, they've been up and down over the years, but, uh, you know, felt like they were going to have a good season last year and then, you know, had some injuries. Uh, but she's someone that I got to know a little bit when, when my husband and I first got to Louisville and tried to get her on our staff. She was an assistant at Cincinnati at the time, but is a Louisville native. So um, got to know her there because she was, you know, a Paul Staniford person. And, you know, there's just some names that go back in this profession. When I first got into coaching at Colorado State, like Jeff Judkins had just taken the job at BYU. So coached against him and they've just always been solid um, and have done a good job in the West Coast Conference um, since they've been there. Uh, I mean, Central Florida probably been the most consistent um, team in the American behind behind UConn. You know, obviously UConn leaving that that opened up that league a little bit more. And you know, I think Huey and Houston is always going to do a great job recruiting. I mean, I got to know Huey when he was at Florida State and and Texas, and so he certainly knows this area. This should be, you know, in some ways a big like opportunity for them you know, um, to, to kind of be in, in what is a power five conference uh, to elevate their recruiting because he's always been such a good recruiter. So I can only imagine, you know, how excited he is to, you know, have that to sell. So um, I think, you know, while, while certainly people may say that, you know, it's, it's better in other, um, you know, do you want to lose Texas and Oklahoma? Of course not, you know, but at the same time, I think we've added, you know, really good programs on our side that'll that'll really give the league depth. Like, I don't think any of them are bottom dwellers, you know, on the women's side. And certainly we know this was a decision driven by football, um, but it certainly I don't think it hurts, hurts us. Okay, Nikki Collin, getting to know her Baylor roster, a new Baylor women's coach. What do you, so far in these workouts, and uh, you talked about having to re-recruit almost some of the players. I'm sure you had some transfers that came in that we were very excited about and obviously that you had to get to know them and see how have things started to come together as uh, we get closer and close, uh, closer to the season. I'm excited about this group. I think, um, you know, obviously um, they, they kind of know one way to do things and, you know, it's, it's, it's truly trusting the process. Um, we're probably turning the basketball over too much right now, but you, you have to expect that when you're, when you're changing your entire offensive philosophy, philosophy and how you play. Um, but I think they've been really receptive. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting here today talking about how we encourage and, you know, kind of how we want to, we want to teach. Um, you know, I always say that when it comes to basketball, like that's the easy part of my job, um, getting on the floor every day and teaching. Um, it's what I know best. And so, you know, really enjoying how receptive this group is. It would be very easy to be um, not receptive, having had success doing things a certain way. 
Um, so, so to kind of have them be eager to grow and, and learn to play a pick and roll style and, and begin to understand spacing. Um, you know, I, it, it's, it's going well, like we're just, you know, we're starting to get healthy. Um, Kamari McDaniel was cleared last month and is, is coming along. Um, Sarah Andrews got cleared yesterday. Um, really excited to see her, um, with contact, you know, has, has done really well in drill work all, all summer. Um, but to see her take contact and see what she can do, um, you know, and, you know, obviously no surprise that, that Liz and Queen, um, you know, are really, really athletic and, and good. But I think, you know, they're seeing that, you know, Jordan Lewis and Jamie Asbury can really shoot the basketball. So we should have great spacing as a result of, you know, having guards that, that are going to be green lighted to shoot the three and, and because they're super capable. Um, so, you know, kind of excited to see them grow in the offense and then to truly build a defensive foundation. Obviously, this program has been so good defensively and there are things we do that are similar and things we do, you know, differently. But, you know, I know that will always be a good foundation for us. I love hearing about Nalissa maybe being a point forward and, and, and like you say, learning that, that pick and roll offense and, and maybe even taking some more threes. Does it – does it seem to have come pretty naturally? I, I think that's going to be really cool since you had that M, that WNBA experience in helping some of uh, the the young women, you know, train for that and get ready for that next level. How how natural has that been for Nalissa? You know, I think it's been. Um, she's probably always seen herself as a guard, so I think in some ways, <laughs> I think she's. She thinks it's natural. I, I still think her comfort zone is when, when she's attacking the paint, um, you know, and, and, and I'll know um, that I've got full buy-in all the way around um, when we're consistently going from good to great, you know, when we're, when we're passing up on a good shot to get a great shot, you know, and I think that's kind of the growth perspective. But I think Melissa loves, um, you know, being able to handle the ball, like, but, you know, it's still a learning process for her because, um, you know, that they, she, she's, they certainly set some ball screens in the past, but the freedom and space is different. And, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, getting them off railroad tracks um, and, and kind of what that meant um, because I'm not sure they'd heard that terminology. But the idea of the game, you know, kind of happening organically and reading screens and, and understanding where the space is as opposed to, you know, I'm going to pass it from A to B and then the ball is going to go from B to C. And then, you know, we'll certainly know when to dial up and get the ball to, to list on the block or, um, but, you know, I'll tell you that the player that's in some ways um, been impacted by this is queen, like queen, queen couldn't shoot a three um, when we started in June. And, you know, by the end of July I would go hit five, six in a row from the top of the key or the corner. Um, and so sometimes it's just like, what you know the idea of, of opportunity and growth and you know getting kind of outside the box um, that you've been in and so you know I, I know it's not always easy um, because you know players are programmed you know they do certain things and they do it well and they keep going back to it so you know there's some reprogramming but I, I think it's what they enjoy I think they enjoy the fact that um, there is some freedom at the same at the same time you know Freedom can also be a little overwhelming, you know, like, am I doing it right? Should I have been here? I'm not sure I'm in the right spot, you know? So there's, there's a lot of questions going on right now. So, 
you know, I mean, we're watching a lot of film um, to teach. Well, I love the three ball, and I got very excited reading about the spacing, and, and uh, you know, I, I've studied it, and, and uh, I just, I just, you know, teams that shoot it more generally do better, and obviously the Warriors and others, the Rockets over the years have proven that, and uh, I'm very excited to see it in action, and I'll let you get back to the retreat now. And I hope uh, I hope it I hope it goes extremely well and it's very productive. Well, I don't think it can be unproductive, but thank you. Um, appreciate being on, and uh, yeah, just excited to be here and and kind of show, quite frankly, Waco and the Big Twelve, and you know what what these guys can do, and 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 hopefully, kind of uh, you know get people excited about about how we play and and the direction we're headed. Well, I think the excitement, and you'll find out the uh, as you saw at your at your opening news conference, and it, and now with more fans, uh, the women's basketball at Baylor people love it, and and they they uh, are passionate about it, and I think you're going to enjoy all that support, and uh, we really appreciate it. That is Nikki Collin joining us today on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Everybody have a great one, Tom Barfield. Game time, coming up next. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. The University Coaches Show with Kent Laster is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life. Hey, Coach, it was a heck of a game again last week. Just came up a little short. Got us somehow put together two halves. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, again, had an opportunity, went up, uh, had a chance to build on the lead in the first half and uh, uh, wound up giving up some some, uh, some some big plays. I mean, explosive plays in the first half. We gave them uh, a 21-21 uh, tie. And so, yeah, you're right. We've got to. We've got to put a second half together like the first. To me, high school football so many times is about the big play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, the biggest uh, factors of winning comes down to the turnover margin and it comes to who can create the most explosives offensively. Uh, and then if you, you know, if you win those two areas, the percentages of winning go way up. So that's what we stress to our guys. Protect the ball, take care of it. And then also uh, get as many explosives as we can and eliminate uh, the, the explosives of the other team. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet Store. 